that are through, but I need another one. DJ Del Della with the Wake Up Workout this morning on KMLJ. It is 11 minutes, make that 13 minutes now past the hour of 8 o'clock. It's time now to turn our attention to coping with trauma. We've had a lot of shootings, homicides in the Twin Cities, mm-hmm. stabbings, just uh, violence uh, with civil unrest, uh, coping with uh, COVID-19. And with us now is Dr. Asia King. She is a counseling psychologist and licensed professional clinical counselor. She does a lot of work in our communities and also has a partnership with Turning Point. And we're talking about uh, what we can do to uh, to beat back the, the trauma of violence. Good morning, Dr. King. And if someone has gone through violence, maybe not even in their own family, but they are aware of it, what can we do to get into a, a better mental space, knowing that these things are happening to us or around us? Thank you so much, and thank you for having me. Absolutely. As you mentioned, um, I've partnered with Turning Point um, along with my company, um, Brave Defiant Consulting. And what we've been doing in the community lately is helping families and helping people who have been dealing with the violence either uh, directly impacting them or impacting them around them. And the best way that we can start to support um, those who are impacted by trauma is by first acknowledging that it's happening. Mm-hmm. So understanding what is trauma so trauma is anything that happens to you too fast too much and too soon okay so it's anything that comes upon you you didn't ask for it and it just came from out of nowhere so such as the the shooting those are unpredictable they're coming too much too fast and too soon so the best way that we can do the best thing that we can do is to help support by acknowledging that Shootings are not a normal part of our lives, but unfortunately, because of some areas that we're in, and and even just being in the city, it starts to feel normal, and so we normalize this behavior, and and not having a space to say, hey, this doesn't feel okay, this doesn't feel right, if you don't acknowledge that it's not okay, it starts to become a part of your psyche, a part of your everyday life. So that's the first thing you have to do is acknowledge that you're scared. You know, you feel vulnerable. You don't feel protected. You don't feel safe. And you could possibly tell this to, like, your family, your friends, and even to a licensed professional clinical counselor such as myself. So, Dr. King, not only is the violence just overwhelming and causing a lot of anxiety and, again, depression, as we're talking about, and trauma, what about the holiday season and depression uh, that's linked to that, knowing that we're inside a pandemic, a lot of, a lot of people can't see their family, they can't travel, they can't, or don't feel that uh, safe to do so. How, what do you recommend for people dealing with the holiday depression? Absolutely. Thank you. Um, so, holiday depression is a in a widespread issue. It doesn't just happen to those who are young. It doesn't happen to those who are old. I'm finding an uptick in teenagers and children and young adults, um, you know, expressing how lonely and how difficult it is being quarantined and being away from their loved ones. So if you are facing depression, if you know that your mood is not um, where you want it to be during the holidays, acknowledge that. 
you know, be able to say and tell other people that you're not feeling so great. You're not feeling happy. Mm-hmm. And then take it a step further. I am a huge fan in, in receiving help and services. You don't have to go through this alone. So if you have a therapist, if you have a friend, if you have a pastor, uh, somebody that you trust, talk about what are the issues and the feelings that you're having during the holidays. Maybe you don't feel like celebrating. Maybe you don't feel like decorating. Mm -hmm. That is okay. Don't let anybody pressure you into doing anything that you're not comfortable with. If you're mourning the loss of a loved one, make a memorial. Possibly donate in their name or just be able to honor them. What would they like to do during the holidays? Mm -hmm. I know personally, when I lost my grandmother in 2004, the family holiday gathering, as we always did every year, wasn't the same. And so we had to find new ways to celebrate my grandmother's memory of bringing family together, and that's what we did. So you don't have to stick to tradition. Create your own tradition, and that is okay. Interesting. Everyone, we're talking with Dr. Asia King. She's a counseling psychologist working with Turning Point, her own practice as well, talking about how we can stem the violence. Can we actually stem violence by taking, by doing self-care, Dr. King? Absolutely. So while we may not be able to control the actions of other people, we are definitely able to control the actions of ourselves. So one thing that I've been encouraging people to do is now is the time to get active. Get active in your local politics. Get active in your local uh, groups. Get active in the groups that are trying to prevent the violence that's happening in your community. I do firmly believe that we can't be bystanders of life, but we have to take action. Mm. So be willing to not just say you want something different. There are several groups in North Minneapolis, uh, St. Paul, Brooklyn Park, that are actively taking stances to do something different. Be a part of that change because the only way we're going to drive out hate is by shining a light on it. Hate thrives off of hiding. It it thrives off of fear. And so we have to not be afraid to stand up and take our communities back. In taking our communities back, our last question for you this morning, Dr. King, can you speak to the youths in our community? These folks, you know, it seems as if Uh, shooting or taking somebody's life as a last resort. But I'm guessing that there's got to be at least another step. If you were to talk to a youth who's sitting in front of you right now, what would that message be to them to try to stop the violence that's happening in our communities and in our homes? Absolutely. So if I was talking to a a young person or a young adult, um, I, I would really encourage them to think about, you know, Look at who's around you. You know, look at who is in your circle. You know, the the old saying goes, birds of a feather flock together. Mm-hmm. If you are surrounding yourself with music, images, friends that promote violence, that promote gang activity, and promote hate and drugs, that's what you're going to get. But if you know deep in your heart, and this is where I've been working with young adults, What do you really want? 
Mm. What do you really what do you really want to achieve? It's easy to follow a crowd, but it's hard to take a stand and be independent. And that's where I start with young adults and, and, and teenagers. What do you how do you see yourself apart? And for some youth, they don't even see themselves living past twenty. So really what I'm encouraging is the adults in their life. Start taking an interest in what your young adult is doing. If they're in the room, if they're being, if they're gone, if they're not around, if you know, be take a part, contact them, check on them every day, let them know you love them, send them inspirational quotes, and most importantly, get them connected with mentors within the community because there are so many great organizations that provide a vision. I am huge on huge on visions. Whatever you say, you need to see. And so if your teenager, your young adult has something that they want to do, they want to do art, they want to do music, they want to do clothes, they want to do whatever, link them up with the people that are doing it. So then that way they can see something else outside of their environment. So young adults, you know, teenagers and adults in your environment, change the environment, get a different vision, reach out. And most importantly, I'll always go back to this single advice, reach out to a therapist. How can we reach you? Absolutely. So if you're interested in more services, you can contact me at my business line, which is 205 Four five one seven nine five five, and I know it's two zero five, but I'm from Alabama, and that is my business line. Roll Tide, I'll never change my number ever, but that is my business line. It's two zero five four five one seven nine five five, and if you want to get uh, to me through email, is A as an apple, D as a dog, K I N G A King. So it should read A D King A King at gmail dot com. Doctor King, licensed counseling psychologist. Thank you for being with us and helping us to stem the violence by coping with trauma in the Twin Cities. Thanks for being with us. Absolutely, and thank you for having me. You all have a wonderful day and be blessed and stay well. And I hope you'll come back. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I'm excited for the next one. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) All right. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Y'all have a great day. It's a conversation that needs to be had over and over again. There's never enough uh, talk around mental health and uh, emotional health and just trying to figure out and make sure that we can continue to take care of ourselves there's a lot going on so it's a lot of different feelings different emotions so we got to take care of ourselves i don't know about you chantelle i feel better at just having listened to her this Mm -hmm, morning mm -hmm. it's great advice that she was giving i mean all of everything she said and we didn't get to it but you know talking about vaccines and uh being informed and you know some people are are nervous about the vaccines they don't know if they should get vaccinated or not for the coronavirus um and some of the advice was look for credible sources understand the historical trauma uh, that we've had in our communities when it comes to vaccinations. She's going to come back. There's pieces there, too, yeah. Turning Point's going to be here, too. Yeah, trauma is real. PTSD this is so is important. Real. So important, Chantel. Mm-hmm. It is. Look at the clock. It's 24 past the hour. Larry Fitzgerald is next. 89.9 KMOJ. L- l- listen online at KMOJFM.com. This hour of programming on KMOJ is supported in part by the following.